Hello everybody and welcome back to another wonderful episode of Guapish Rule 34. As always, I'm your host Tanner, and today I'm joined by my super special co-host, Nico. Huh, I'm just not so sure I'm feeling it today, guys. Like, I was feeling pretty good in the pre-guap, but now that we're actually in the episode, huh, I just think I'm gonna like weigh you guys down, you know? I, I, I just think I should probably sit this one out. I think you just need to get some electrolytes in you, maybe take a quick uh, power nap with your eyes open, uh, and you'll be feeling right as rain. Just like our other super special co-host, Jackson. Huh? Me? What? I'm here. Hello, yeah. guys. And also our super special... <laughs> Dylan. Now you're speaking my language, man. That's what I've been waiting for this whole time. Let's go. It's about goddamn time. Um... <laughs> So, what do we got going on this week, guys? I was about to say. Well, you know, uh, with my current job, I have to listen to a lot of podcasts generally throughout the day just to get me through it, you know? And, Um, you know, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. However, I have noticed something, you know? I have noticed something. I feel like, honestly, I feel like we're on the same tier as a lot of these guys, you know? Because even some of these bigger podcasts, they, they just have, like, really shitty elements to them, you know? Okay, so, like, for example, are you guys familiar with Some Ordinary Podcast? No. 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 Fantastic. It's run by the YouTube channel Some Ordinary Gamers, or Mudahar, as he's called. The Indian uh, fucking moist critical, you know? Uh-huh. Now, on there, he's got a couple of other big YouTubers, like Taku. you know? You guys know Taku for sure. And, and he's I hate also- him. Yeah, exactly. We all hate him. And he's also got a fucking uh, Oompaville on there as well. I know that friend of the channel, Hunter, he's a big fan of Oompaville. So is he? <laughs> yeah, he's a massive fan. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Umpaville's great. He just hates fat people. That's his whole thing. He constantly shits on Nakado Avocado, and he's made a career out of that. Shockingly. So like, what's he gonna do now? Uh, I don't know. Apparently, he has like a cult that lives near him. So I guess we'll <laughs> probably like try and hit them up, see if you can farm some content out of them. Dear God. Or join them. Or join them. That also works. Or both. You know, I feel like a lot of cult-centric uh, content on YouTube is, like, infiltrating them and breaking them down and making fun of them. We need to make cult content that's just, like, joining them and, like, doing YouTube PR for them. That could be pretty sweet, honestly. I feel like that could be pretty nice. Dylan, you already have your ends with a cult, basically, at this point. So, like, why don't you not get us involved? What are you talking about? He doesn't know. Unfortunately, it's too deep in at this point. Anyway... <laughs> What I was going to say about this podcast, now, uh, they share some, like, commonalities with other podcasts in terms of, like, uh, some lesser uh, fucking uh, viewed-upon qualities, you know? So, for example, one thing they do on this podcast that you're not supposed to do, guys, is they constantly repeat the same stories over and over again. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, the amount of times that they talked about that fucking pink sauce shit that was, like, floating around TikTok or whatever the fuck... It's truly astounding. Uh, We've never of, even talked about that once. Exactly. I don't know what that is. Uh, one of them constantly brings up this story. He, he's done it like fucking probably eight times now at this point. Jeez. Of them going to LA and seeing like a homeless guy like showering in their Airbnb faucet or whatever the fuck. It's like, I get it. It was weird. You don't have to keep telling the story though, guy. I understand that he was butt ass naked on your Airbnb. I don't care. I've heard this story before. You know, it's just shit like that. Also, also, the way that they fucking censor shit out, they just fucking cut it. They they cut out completely 
And so it's just like a bit of silence for a second, you know? It's really fucking annoying because I just think, I, I don't know that something's being censored out, man. It, it just sounds like there's nothing there. It's very strange. Nico, I will give you a counterpoint in that Joe Rogan constantly tells the same stories over and over again, and he's the biggest podcast ever. And I don't like when he does it either, Tanner. <laughs> That's a big thing I don't like about Joe Rogan, Tanner. He constantly, constantly brings up MMA no matter who the fuck he's talking to. I don't care okay, about DMT. MMA. Stop talking about it. That's I brought a big this part up before. His... That's I brought a big this part up before on the deal. channel. Stop doing it, Joe Rogan. I hate MMA. People like reoccurring bits, man. That's it's not what a the bit. People I don't know if it's a bit, though, is the issue. <laughs> that's like, dude, that's like complaining about him constantly bringing up comedy. Like That's, that's also annoying. That's his deal, though. That's like what he is. <laughs> he shouldn't do those things, man. He should talk about cool things. Like when he brought Mike Judge onto the fucking podcast, they just talked about Beavis and Butthead the whole time. I don't care about Beavis and Butthead. I want to hear him talk about King of the Hill, okay? But he didn't do that. I thought you were going to say MMA. <laughs> they also <laughs> did talk about MMA, though. I like it when he talks about, like, monkeys, though. I do enjoy that. He should do that a bit more. Interesting. Now, one thing that these podcasts have done for me, though, is that they've given me a pretty decent wealth of topics that we can address here, boys. So, oh, boy. Uh, that's good. Tinder Nikolai. Many years ago at this point, we had the big critically acclaimed sex episode. Is that correct? Sure. Which one was that? Yeah, I was about to the say. The one titled The Sex Episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like episode 29 or something. It was far, much further back than I expected it to be, honestly. <laughs> now, here's the thing about the episode, Tanner. You just didn't ask us very many questions about sex, man. For some reason, Tanner, you have it in your thick, thick skull of yours. <laughs> Jesus. That just because... Jackson and I have only had sex with a single woman and Dylan to an extension. He wasn't there for that episode, but he, yeah, it, the point still stands. Just because we've had sex with a single woman, that we've only had sex like one time in your mind, apparently. And so you just had nothing to I mean, to yeah, ask basically. <laughs> that, that's but not that's not true. true, Tanner. That's not true. There's still many fun stories that can be had there. So, Tanner. Okay. One fun topic for me, that, uh, <laughs> What? One fun topic that was brought up on one of these uh, channels, okay, <laughs> was the idea of Tanner Nicolay. Where's the strangest place you've had sex, would you say? Uh, probably inside the Texas State Capitol. <laughs> oh. I thought you didn't actually go through with it, though. Yeah, that's what we I was didn't go. Wondering. We didn't go through with it doing it at, like, the top of the, the roof. Uh -huh. But we did uh, uh, find a, a bathroom and, and did it in there. Classic. Oh. That's probably the strange. I mean, I've done it like just out, like outside, mm. like behind some bushes and shit like that. <laughs> that's oh. probably. I don't know if that's strange or actually. Well, that is pretty odd. I would say, Tanner, you mm -hmm. the exhibitionist kind of guy. Not really. No, I'd rather not be a sex offender, to be honest. Yeah. Like if given the choice, but then again, I guess I am given the choice, and then I've still. Engage in actions that could lead to that outcome. So why is that? Uh, stop fucking in front of preschools, man! What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna blame her. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> she had so many other choices, but she just picked the bushes by the preschool. Okay. Now the the bushes was like a couple years ago, and that was with a guy. The capital oh, okay. was with a girl. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. Her. But she was a big exhibitionist, so what am I to do, you know? I'm just That's a fair. man. That's fair. 
You You're only choice. the man in the situation, Tanner. <laughs> you only have a say in whether or not you have sex in the Capitol and get caught and like thrown in federal prison, you know? Federal prison? Yeah, it's a yeah, federal crime since it was in the state capitol. I don't think that's true. Uh, you said state that doesn't make federal any sense. the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what about on, you, Dylan? Where would you say? You've had, uh, uh, we, we're fully aware that you've had many uh, fun sexual escapades out there in your years. I, I can't say that I've had a weird place, to be completely fair. Uh, it's all been pretty normal stuff. Bummer. I don't really know what you want from me, man. I'm not a very crazy man. I just, I, I like to keep things simple. For shame, for shame. Well, guys, for <laughs> me, on the other hand, uh, so, like, you know, uh, back when I was a young uh, Sprite, all right? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> In you're my first relationship, right now. Uh, we were both just, like, you know, horny teenagers, basically, and that led to so many uh, strange uh, situations that had to occur. Now, you know, there, there's a stereotypical shit of, uh, you know, doing it in the car, as it were, you know, because, I mean, where else do you have at that point, man? Well, uh, however, you know, generally, like in the car, you're still fairly exposed. So what we'd usually uh, end up going with is uh, the trunk, actually. That seemed to be the better option most of the time. What, what the, the fuck? fuck? How what are you the talking hell? about? Hold on a second. Tanner, I drove a 2002 Ford Taurus, and that bad boy was awfully spacious back there. Uh, so, uh, hold, we, uh, and you're very like, small. <laughs> I'm not yeah. very small, Tanner. I'm nearly yes, you, six Okay, foot. hold on I'm a second. So, Nico, you're a, you're a small individual. <laughs> That, well, were you driving a man one or just like a, a sedan small one? person? What? what was that, Jackson? Were you driving a sedan or like a wagon one? It was a sedan. Yeah. Okay. And you that said that's so casually. Spacious, okay. It doesn't I can't imagine she was into this. <laughs> she was. How did you dude. broach that? You were like, hey, what about in the trunk? <laughs> dude, I don't fucking remember at this point. Uh, we, you know, we, we would just be like chilling in the back seat, and then uh, like one of the seats could like fucking get pulled down, and you could just like uh, hop into the trunk from there. <laughs> and I, so at some point we were like, "Hey, we have you're a more mental privacy patient, in there." Dude. I want to I want to ask if the trunk was open or not, but that defeats the purpose of you no, saying of there's no privacy in the car. I know, and that's what makes it fucking weirder. Is that like you say there's so much space, but. I've seen sedans with pretty spacious trunks, and I would never look at a trunk of a car and be like, man, this would be a really nice place to have sex. Like, I, I don't think anybody's ever That's thought, That's exactly well, how he sounded, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, don't you think it'd be a fun time back there? Let's crawl in and just get behind the seat. That's very strange, my so, guy. It was very strange. You see, there was one particular incident, which was probably like the worst sex of my life, you see. Uh, uh, she was gone for like a big old band trip or some bullshit for like a week or so uh, so she was uh, getting real worked up at that point and so by the time she got back she was like we just gotta do it okay I don't care where it is and of course the trunk was our only option at the time however it was like fucking 100 degrees that day oh, so God. it was sweltering in there <laughs> but we went for it anyway and it was a horrific mess I can imagine I don't know what like were you, you, didn't, like... Were you in the school parking lot still no okay why None of those was like, ever at the school parking lot. It was actually just like random parks, you know. Did you did you at least like crank the AC at all when you that like you left help your car? If we were in the trunk, dude. Well, you you left the seats down, I imagine, right? Like you no. were still like you got in the trunk and shut the seats behind you. Yeah, of course. How the hell did you get out? You can just like push it. Oh my god! I was yeah. hoping that you would at least still have the seats down. I didn't no. imagine you'd put the seats back up after you got in the trunk. Gotta I think that's what makes it weirder. Privacy, dude. 
I don't I don't know if I want to ask more. I part of me wants to ask more questions because now I'm trying to figure out how the fuck. Can you but, paint a picture, please, and paint? I, I, no, see, I don't want the picture painted as the other half of it, though. I already supplied the trunk for you. You just need to do the other half of it. Oh, my God. What are you confused about here, Jake? What are you confused about, man? Just the logistics of it all, you know? <laughs> what do you especially mean by after you, Especially after you close the seats, man. My brain just can't figure out like, how Like, you just lay works. sideways in there? How the yeah. fuck does that work? Oh, my exactly. God. Oh, your it's... side? Interesting. Okay. No, not like on your side, you know. Oh, you, okay, you'd still okay. just, like, be flat. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, that, uh, that, oh, I don't know, man. I, I think what? the main thing here that you guys aren't fully grasping is it's very spacious. I don't know. I can't ever look at any what sedan is, trunk and think it's spacious, man. Yeah, what did you, it's, what year is it? 2002. A 2002 Ford yeah, Taurus? Jackson posted a picture there already. I think, oh, okay. Oh, oh like, I thought you were trying to get like to the dimensions or something. Regardless, that's only I'm like just four feet Nico, of space, is... man. There can't be more than four feet of space. I'm being completely honest. Again, here. you are a very small person, so sure. But yeah, that's the only like, excuse this is, in this, this scenario. Is stress silly. If I were to do it in my fucking Ford Escape, like that's more reasonable because like I can fold down the middle row entirely. Then it's like like I could fit a mattress in there. Yeah, that makes sense. But uh, back but here, you Ford, that's some real degenerate that, shit. To be honest, Nico. <laughs> It gets worse, see, Tanner. So, oh god! You see, I- I'm sure the statute of limitations on this are up at this point. So, you see, you don't. No. <laughs> I'm yeah, we're, they probably we're, are. We're, we're, so, we'll be the judge of that. Here's the thing, guys. At a certain point, the trunk just gets a little old. You know, sometimes you want more space. Okay, as spacious as it might be, sometimes you, you need say. a little more. Uh, however, course. you know. We were just like uh, broke teenagers, man. We can like afford to get a hotel or whatever, and like you know, my parents would be home or whatever the fuck, and we can't do with them around. So, what's a boy to do at that point, man? What's a boy to do? Well, uh, what we eventually decided upon was that. <laughs> so, uh, Jackson will definitely be familiar with this here. Oh so, because uh, uh, he tra- watched <laughs> at, the, <laughs> no, at the school uh, track, okay. Oh God! There was this, uh, there's like big old fucking like uh, fucking storage container, all right, where they house the like uh, fucking high jump high jump mats, all right. Yeah. Oh no! There's no now- way. <laughs> <laughs> now because I was uh, on the high jump team at one point, uh, I just knew the code to open that bad boy up so we could uh, pull those mats out. So at one point in the dead of night. <laughs> The dead uh, of not, you're sneaking onto school property too? Nick, are you telling me there's a chance I fucking belly flop into your guys' love juices? <laughs> Is there a chance, there's, Nico? There's certainly a strong chance. Nico, no. Oh my that, god. That, horrible information to hear. Absolutely. That's like actually a crime. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure statute of limitations on that is up. At I this don't point. think like it's oh, been God. six years or so. Yeah, I believe I looked up breaking and entering, and that's like five years. That's not the worst of your concerns with this situation, Nico. <laughs> what do you mean? I think it'd be public indecency. I, I suppose. Well, we're not in yeah. the public. Yes, you are. School's public property. <laughs> we're not in front of anybody. <laughs> That's not. That's not how it works. I don't think. Uh, see, I this believe that why, that's uh, the worst of it for me. I'd say this is why I keep shit simple. I don't get into illegal trouble shit like this, like you guys do. Alas, Dylan. Alas, I had no other options. 
I'm sure there were other options, probably. Like, maybe if you're going to have sex in your car, you could don't save do yourself from marriage, Nico. Did you think about that? You could that? also do that, you know? That's also a Let's thing. see. Public indecency is considered a Class A misdemeanor in Oregon. Uh, Looks like three years is the uh, fucking statute of limitations on that one. So I'm right as rain. Dude, you are. You, you did it. You, insane, you did it. Man. City of Portland v. Jackson. Bro. Jackson, what did you do? <laughs> I don't know. In what? 1993. Yeah. 1993, I guess I was still like in my fucking dad's balls or something then. You were fucking oh piloting like a mech. What were you doing to him? <laughs> we'll never know, I guess. That's <laughs> I guess funny. So, Tanner, do you have any other sex topics to bring forth today? Tanner, have you ever like tried to have sex with a person when their parents were around? I feel like that's something you would do. I've had sex in my own house when my mom was home. Oh, okay. How'd you rationalize being able to do that, man? I can never uh, buckle down to do the deed, man. Uh, I was, I didn't have a healthy relationship with sex and did not make smart decisions. Your room was also, like, right on the other side of your mom's. True. Do you think she heard you at all? Uh, the the one time I did do it up in my room. Mm -hmm. Wait, where else were you doing it then? In the garage. What the f- why? Why would you do it there? We had an old mattress in there. That doesn't know? matter. That's so much more accessible to everybody. It's not personal to just you. Yeah, it was like Get 2 in the morning. Yeah. Oh my god. Insane. Okay, so Karen, the one time you did it in there. Yeah, yeah we were pretty on. quiet. My mom was like uh, in the living room probably sleeping or some oh, shit. okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting, I guess. Very fun, man. Very fun. <laughs> uh, Jackson, do you have anything to contribute here? No, I've got nothing very exciting. Fair. Me and Jackson are very simple. I've only I've already told my one story. I don't think it, there's much more to talk about. <laughs> Rip. Tell it again. No, I'm I good. actually I actually don't remember your story. Uh, it's fine. You can watch that episode. Back he had again. sex once, so that's the story. Uh, it wasn't very exciting. It was very uneventful. Now, Nico, you, you said that having sex in the trunk at like a oh. hundred degree heat was like the worst sex you've ever had. But I I think I recall, however, you saying that. This last time with the whole shower and the wet. Oh yeah, that was also awful. Which one was worse? Which was worse? One was very clean and one wasn't. <laughs> They're like diametrically opposed. Yeah, I'd say that the uh, trunk one was definitely worse. The hundred okay. degree heat. Okay, that's fair. Okay, I have too many worst. So yeah, oh, that's that's only only imaginable with your body count. So. Just. Factual. <laughs> yeah, we're up to four digits now, Dylan. Can you believe it? <laughs> I don't think that's true at Wouldn't all. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, I was lying this entire time and none of this shit has happened? <laughs> um, Tennis still I mean, version. <laughs> <laughs> we have no reason to disbelieve you, I suppose, so you haven't proven guilty I feel otherwise. like we could probably come up with reasons to disbelieve me. Yeah. I mean, so Tanner, you just day. seem like that kind of guy. You give me that vibe. Does Thanks. He? I, I, you seem like if I gotta lay some fucking pipe, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe when you come to Oregon. No, never mind. I'm not gonna finish that thought. Anyway, moving on. What the fuck was he about to say? sexual favors, Tanner. No. He's real curious about gonna, the offer you made about sleeping and uh, bunk bed together. No. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, ja- Nico. Do you have any anything else on this topic? <laughs> no. That was uh, about the only thing that I wanted to bring up, you know? Fantastic. He just wanted to brag about his stories for a bit. (laughs) 
I just remembered that overshadowing him. I just remembered I had some fun stories to tell. That was all. That's fair enough. Like I do. Like (laughs) I I probably don't remember ninety five percent of anything. Like I just have a number that I know has happened, but I don't recall any of that shit. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll, I'll randomly recall stories all the time. You know. There we go. And whenever you do, Tanner, fucking write them down, dude. I want to hear about these bad boys. Much like how I want to hear all about, since we've been talking about cars this whole time, and especially trunks, Jackson. Hi. <laughs> Let's hear about that Toyota Crown Adventure, dude. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Was, was oh, that supposed to yeah. about that last episode? Uh, maybe. I, I think that was the plan, but uh, the fucking Battlecats tier list really stole the glory there, unfortunately. It sure did. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about with this, so I guess I'll try to keep it short for uh, brevity, but basically what happened... Don't keep it short, Jackson. Don't keep it short! Okay, I'll try try my best to give the deets here. It's been a few weeks at this point since this happened, but basically my brother has been interested in buying a right-hand drive Japanese car, specifically a uh, Toyota Crown is what he was looking at, so we drove down a couple of weeks ago to go check one out from a local seller... All we really knew going into it is that it was really low miles, it looked pretty clean in the pictures, nothing like was necessarily wrong with it, and the seller was Ukrainian, so communication no. was rough uh, right off the bat. Uh, we get there, the guy's cool, doing a little walk around, I kind of look at it and it looks like it kind of got sideswiped. Uh, nothing crazy really happening there except for him talking about his financials. Um, he's trying to sell this car, he planned on making it some like crazy thousand horsepower sleeper build car. Because it's just like some unassuming um, old Japanese car. He wanted to make it like some crazy shit. Because it, uh, it has the same engine as like a really infamous car, the uh, just the Mark IV Supra from like the Fast and Furious movies. Oh, okay. Uh, they're really they're really modable. So he just like he wanted to make it something like that because they have the same engine. Uh, but he couldn't do it because he's a trucker and he wasn't getting any jobs. So he, his wife was basically making him sell all his shit. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know, which is crazy too because his wife. And kids work, apparently, so, like, he doesn't need to do that, but he's doing it anyways, I guess. Maybe it was all a front for an excuse to sell the car because he just didn't want it or something. I don't know. He was trying to guilt trip us. But that all leads into him also asking us if we're into guns when we are there. Yes. He wanted wanted to try to sell us some of his guns because, you know, he's selling a bunch of other shit as well. Including, like, a motorcycle. We declined that. We're just there to buy the car, you know, specifically. What kind of guns was he selling, though? We didn't ask. We just, he might we have just had, had like uh, javelin rocket launchers for you or some shit. Oh my that would have been fun. You know, we really missed that opportunity. I kind of wish we asked more about that, but uh, I'm good. I'm not in the market for a gun right now. Missed opportunity, man. True. But moving on, part two of this story is us going and taking it for a test drive, uh, where it seems, you know, drive totally fine. Nothing really stood out a ton about this drive, except for uh, when my brother parked on like the halfway point to go and let me drive the guy like freaked out at him for like breaking the transmission of the car because he didn't do it in a certain way like 90 percent of drivers when they go to put their car in park they just hit the brakes until they're not moving anymore and then they shift in at a park and then they're done which is you know not necessarily the right way of doing it because you're putting a lot of pressure on your parking pole i'm not going to go into it it's not good for your transmission but it's not breaking it um so you like what's, once you like the whole what's well, the right it, way to do it I feel like that's the way everyone does it. The best way to park your car, and I guess it depends on cars because some of them have like an auto-engage parking brake and things like that. Um, But most of the time, uh, you would basically go to a full stop, put the car in neutral, then you're going to put the parking brake up, 
And then once the parking brake is up, you let off the brake, let the car, you know, rest on the parking brake, and then you're going to shift into park from there. And that's the way you do it. And that puts all the pressure on the parking brake. Does it put it on your transmission? Um, so we like freaked out of my brother for that, which I thought was funny because it's like a really minor thing that nobody really cares. But he's fucking buying the car too, so who cares? Uh, and then on the drive back, I the car is slow as fuck, and I just like stepped on it when we had like a straightaway, just so I could like kind of feel what the power felt like, and it was incredibly slow. And we're basically going nowhere. And the guy's like in the back, like, "Oh, I've never, I've never went this fast in the car before." Oh my <laughs> like, what gosh! What are you fucking talking about? I'm talking like a grandma. <laughs> Uh, another thing I guess I can say about it driving is that it's a Japanese car, of course. Like, all the buttons and shit, the infotainment is all in Japanese. And the speedometer is in kilometers an hour. Um, so you have to just, like, on the fly translate that because, you know, it, there's no way to turn it into miles per hour, unfortunately. So the car, the car seemed to drive fine. It looked all right. Um, nothing seemed out of the ordinary. And my brother booked an appointment for a pre-purchase inspection at the Toyota dealership in town. So we went and drove off to do that. Um, which took three hours. God and in, damn. Those, in those three hours of this pre purchase <laughs> inspection going on, uh, we had plenty of one on one time with the seller. The first thing being, we walked to the subway across the street <laughs> and we hung out there for like an hour, in which we were just like talking about like stories about the cars and stuff. He was talking about a little bit of like his time in the fucking war. <laughs> like <laughs> the current war. one? I don't know. It's like some fucking. He was he was a he was a fucking veteran of some shit in uh, Europe before he moved down here. How old was like, this man? I don't fucking know. He's like in his like forties. Uh, yeah, you he said was like, before he was like a uh, POW, right? No, I never said anything about that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, he was like constantly getting calls throughout the day, and he'd always answer them and say some shit in Ukrainian, and then hang up like thirty seconds later. Uh, and that was just happening the, the whole time. It was. Very, very unnerving, but you know, not that weird. Uh, he not that think, weird. Yeah, uh, in the subway, he paid for my brother's meal. Not mine, that son of a bitch. Uh, which is whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing crazy happened in subway really. What was uh, his we, order? What like what kind of sandwich <laughs> did this man get? I can't remember. Meatball marinara, baby. You know he got one of those bad boys. Probably, probably nothing that interesting. You got a fucking coke, I think. Nothing, nothing crazy, but yeah, we walked, we walked back and we're just kind of like walking around. Um, we were looking for the car in like one of their service bays because we didn't see it in the, like the first one they dropped it off in. And he was like kind of concerned that somebody like went in and like drove it off for some reason. He was like, oh, where'd they do it? Where'd they take my car to? And he's like kind of like freaking out because he thought it was gone and we found it. He's like, oh, okay, we're good. Uh, and we just kept walking around. Um, nothing really interesting happened in this. Um, but when we were done with the PPI, um, we're just like waiting around the hall. I, it finally clicked to me. This guy is hitting on every single woman he sees. They're not like hitting <laughs> on them, but he's making some really suspect remarks about them. That's um, how Eastern Europeans are, you know. It's part of their culture. Yeah, like every single young-looking girl, he was making some sort of comment about. It. He was like, "Oh, you guys got to start working down here so you can get in with her." Um, things like that. Like when we were walking into uh, the dealership again after the car was done with the PPI, there was just some. Um, um, some, I don't know, some worker there walking in front of us and he was like, damn, do you see that thing? And he was like pointing at her butt, not even attempting to hide it. Uh, things Jesus like that the, the whole time, basically every How single How thick girl. was his accent? Uh, I mean, he was understandable, but it was definitely pretty thick. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, when we were like finalizing, uh, my brother's like cashing out his PPI or whatever at the service desk. There's just some 
some girl though that looked pretty young and he's like oh wow you're so beautiful how old how old are you i can't believe you're a mom it says you're a mom on your desk and she's like uh yeah i'm a mom here's my kid there's i'm like in my mid-20s and he's like oh wow you're so young i thought you were 18 jesus <laughs> christ i thought yeah. you're barely legal huh i already have a mm. kid that's crazy mm. yeah let me check my notes here i think that's the rest of it oh yeah and then finally we get back to his house my brother hands him a bunch of cash i have to like help him set up his zell because he thought he had used Zell before, but apparently he didn't. So it's like a oh boy. five minute process of me sitting here, like trying to help this old guy fumble with his phone, um, which was great. And then once we got that done, my brother sent some of that, the money there and then the rest with uh, cash. Uh, he just kept miscounting it. And it, it went on for like 10 minutes. He just kept constantly miscounting. He had to restart it over and over and over again. My brother was just like sitting there walking around in his garage doing fucking nothing this whole time. <laughs> Uh, he finally got it in the end, though. He finally counted it correctly, or I guess just gave up and took the L. I don't know. Uh, and my brother and I drove back. And that was the end of our adventure, picking up my brother's new Toyota Crown. In which I did, we have confirmed, in fact, it was Sideswipe. We don't know if it happened in the States, and he just didn't claim it or something, or if it did happen when he imported it. The guy said it happened uh, before he imported it, but we don't know that. Um, cause you know, it's a, it's a Japanese car. They don't do fucking Carfax over there. You can't really pull up a lot of information about it. Uh, so yeah, that's basically it. Very Incredible. exciting stuff. It was, a, it was a long ass day. I fucking left in the house at like nine o'clock and got back at like five. It was basically <laughs> a full, a full ass shift. It was like four hours of driving. That's funny. But Jackson, luckily for you, you love driving. Uh, I wasn't a super, so it was a pretty fun drive. Yeah. That's good. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, I guess another, another final thing. Not super interesting, but he was just constantly, every second he had an opportunity, saying how fucking beautiful my car was. Definitely stroking my ego there, but like, holy shit. <laughs> like, the first thing he says when we walked, got out of my car, like, oh, wow, what a beautiful Supra. I'm like, oh, thanks. Uh, and he said it like five more times, I think, throughout the rest of the day. Pretty that's pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty typical thing from what I've seen. Speaking of used cars... Guapage at the movies. Whoa! Sort of some, something like that. That's right, everyone. Guapish at the movies. Uh, one of the movies we watched uh, this week is a 1980 Kurt Russell comedy by the name of Used Cars. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Uh, Nico, do you want to run us through a quick plot synopsis of used cars? I'd rather Jackson does it. Why me? Because you love cars. To be honest, I was thinking of asking you to do it, Jackson, but I figured you'd be too shy. Okay, I'll do it. (laughs) Uh, alright, so we have our main protagonist. He works at a used car dealership. He's trying to save up some money so that he can be a politician. Uh, that's his main goal. He wants to do something with his life. Uh... Then also we have the brother of the car dealership owner, uh, works at a car dealership across the street. He's trying, there's like some interstate that's going to come over, um, and he's trying to buy up that lot or something to stop that interstate from being built there, because, you know, it'd like also, it'd run through his dealership, and he'd have to like sell his land, it'd be like a huge loss for him. Um, so the brother's trying to buy the old property, um, the brother of the used dealership doesn't want to sell, um, so they kind of just take a, like, do a ploy to fucking kill <laughs> the brother, uh, they send over one of their mechanics to just take him for an insane joyride in which he does, in fact, make the guy have a fucking heart attack. 
uh, and he dies, and he fucking dies. And then they realize if they like report this to the cops, uh, the brother across the street's just going to get, you know, ownership of the dealership. Uh, so instead of reporting him dying, they basically just bury him in like an old, uh, like ground lift system they have, and they just, you know, just bury him in there with his car, and then just tell everybody he just went to a trip to like Florida or something, Miami. Yeah, to Miami. Yeah, Miami. <laughs> yeah, he went on a trip to Miami, uh, and then they start doing. Everything in their power to sell as many cars as possible without any real moral reprieve. They hijack uh, fucking TV stations uh, to to play hor- just horrible ads for things. They have fucking strippers go on top of the cars. Uh, they lie, you know, all sorts of all sorts of stuff um, to get they as much money as they can. They commit acts of terror, even, dude. <laughs> they do. They fucking blow up a car. <laughs> uh, yeah, not very, not very subtle. Uh, and then, yeah, the uh, the guy finds out that the dude is, in fact, not dead. They have to uh, dig him up and then actually, like, fake his death again to, like, really sell it. Uh, the fucking daughter also at some point comes in, um, the daughter of the used car dealership owner. Uh, she is just uh, looking for a dad. She wants to reconnect with him. Hasn't been in his life for, like, 10 years. Uh, they're trying to dissuade her. From doing this or try to like redirect her to go down to Miami to try to find her is to waste her time so they can like broadcast some ads and they don't want her seeing it. She figures out about the whole rules of uh, the whole ruse. She ends up taking up ownership of the dealership um, and just fires everybody there and tries to do it all herself. She attempt, attempts to make an advertisement for it in which the fucking brother um, then hires somebody to do an editing job of that ad in which he says something that falsifies the claims. They get sent to court. Uh, for it, and then there's like this whole rigmarole of them trying to prove that she actually has a mile's worth of cars on the lot, um, and then everything kind of comes together in the end, where they uh, at the very start of the movie, somebody's trying to sell the guy like a couple hundred cars or whatever it is, uh, and then finally he ends up using like all of his money that he was saving up for being a politician to buy those cars, and there's like some crazy scene where they're all driving like a bunch of fucking like... <laughs> Uh, student drivers are driving all these like 200 cars down to the dealership and they're going and counting them all uh, and that's all a happy ever after ending you know Mm-hmm. they did it these sleazy piece of shit car dealers uh, they win at the end yeah honestly this movie's pretty funny and I think it's even funnier that Honestly, the the brother doesn't really. Other than killing his brother, there. <laughs> Aside from that, that that small thing, you could you could see him as like relatively uh, benign. Honestly, the the other people are kind of the assholes in most of it mm-hmm. because like he's trying to do proper business. Other than killing his brother, that's the real. Aside thing. that, it's just a tiny little <laughs> thing. But everything else is pretty pretty normal for the most part. Yeah. I agree. This movie I thought was like actually hilarious. Uh, the funeral scene, <laughs> just the those terrible ass eulogies they give for the guy that was super funny. Putting the like coins over his eyes and whatever. Um, oh yeah. The commercials were so fucking good. Um, you just like the, the part where they take the lady's tits out, Tanner. You piece of shit. Dude, I sure that, girl's, well, that girl's failing to get out of that scenario. I don't know <laughs> if that was the intention, but she was just fumbling. Maybe I like I, I really liked all the reactions from like the people at home at that part. Yeah, oh, yeah, the dad, like that like, big ass family where they just and they they're glued to the screen all of a sudden. What was that? What did that one kid say? He was like, "That girl's got her tits out" or something like that. That was fucking maybe. funny. Sounds like that. Um, 
then yeah, they have those strippers out there. And I wrote down, there's a high variation in quality of these strippers. <laughs> I mentioned when this movie was picked last week, that I saw a picture of what I thought was like a drag queen or a transsexual. No, that was just an incredibly ugly woman. Yeah. Oh, God. Damn. They and she's like Tanner. Are you trying yeah, to she, say that all drag queens are just ugly looking women? I mean, yeah, for like you if you compare them shit. to women, they are ugly. But you piece of shit, Tanner. I agree with I, Tanner. I think I've seen I've probably seen some drag queens that were more attractive than that woman, frankly. Um Dear God. Which is funny because she was like the main one too, which I'm gonna assume that was done for the humor of it. Um that second commercial was fucking awesome. I loved that shit. Where they were blowing up the guy's fucking cars. Especially because, like, it was made in the 1980s. So it has, like, you know, 1980s prices on it. So it's like $6,299. That price is too damn high. (laughs) 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 Fucking blasting it. That was great. And then, you know, when the FBI is investigating. The guy afterwards, he's like, "Yeah, I I woke up, you know, late last night to the sound of an explosion. I saw some guy guys in turbans yelling about the Ayatollah, Ayatollah, and they take off. And the FBI is like, "That's all the questions we have." To- <laughs> they just fucking pack up and leave. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, I was shocked by how not terrible the fight between uh, Roy L. Fuchs and the one guy is. Yeah. Like for it was a comedy, surprisingly, surprisingly well choreographed. Exactly. You do not like for a movie this old and in the comedy genre. You don't expect anything impressive at all. But like they were actually fucking shit up in there. <laughs> they destroyed every piece of furniture in that entire building in yeah. like two minutes. But that was but really. He was funny like fighting a feeble old man. How could he not hold his own at all? That there? man was not feeble. Yeah, he, <laughs> he was, was not a feeble, feeble old man, all. dude. He had a weak heart. He was mauling uh, that person. Um, he had high blood sugar and shit. Shout out to Kurt Russell getting laid while their entire plan is coming apart. Yeah, real good for that guy. Yeah, that's always um, sweet. Now, one thing, Tanner, one thing here that I'd really like to mention. Now, you and Jackson have been mentioning this whole time about how hilarious, how funny. Oh my god, funny this movie is. I gotta say, Tanner, uh, I only laughed like one time in this entire film. I'd say that's because you're a joyless cretin. You see, I, I really liked the part, uh, even though the joke was like kind of ruined. I really liked the part where the fucking old man is dying, and they've got like these fucking people uh, buying a car at that same time. They're like, "Huh, fifty bucks? Fifty bucks never killed anybody." And then the fucking guy comes rolling in there, fucking dying because he just uh, went on a crazy car ride. He's like, "I guess fifty bucks really can kill somebody." And yeah. then he just dies right in front of him. It, I thought the car, that whole part. <laughs> I thought that whole part was done uh, fairly well, and it, it gave me a good chuckle. However, the rest of the movie, the rest of the movie, I, I just didn't really find all that funny. Uh, ultimately, like what I told Jackson at the very end of the film is that this feels like a dad movie. Okay, like this is not a. <laughs> I'm gonna be the, honest. The, uh-huh. I'm gonna What's be honest, Nico. I think this is a skill issue with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's it a skill issue? You need to ju- you, you just need issue. to be better at finding the funny. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I don't know about all that, man. I don't know about that. Like I can acknowledge much... when like jokes are being made. But like I I I I, I just don't think they're very funny as all. Yeah, that's a skill issue, Nico. Much like 
a person with a, a good sense of eyesight is someone who can see many things. A person with a good sense of humor is someone who can detect humor in many things. Yeah. Yeah. That's I a can little science the for humor, you. Tanner. I see that it's supposed to be there. I just don't find it funny is all. Yeah, and you, you that means you got a defective sense of humor, my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like when the cops show up to investigate the body and they are just destroying their lot. They're like crashing through barriers and almost hitting those fucking guys and whatever. Yeah. I really like how in old media the cops are portrayed as just like incredibly reckless. <laughs> They it's really all, don't it's like give always a, a constant. They're just fucking driving around like madmen, crashing into shit. Their cars are always fucking bumping into stuff without any thought about it. It's great. I love it. Even in their own logic, that is an active crime scene that they are now destroying. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. They they kill the guy that was decently funny, where they just explode him in front of everyone. Um. I like the judge character, and specifically, I found it very funny how he has those. They're trying to sell him as this like hard ass who no one like no one's ever gone innocent in front of, and he's got those little dioramas of different execution yeah. methods <laughs> up on his desk. Like, what the fuck? Playing to okay. the girl while she's lying. Tad yeah. correction here. I did actually like the judge. I thought he was pretty funny as well. There you go. He's a good old Southern judge. Also, down from real quick, one thing that really Arizona. <laughs> Yeah, one thing that really confused me uh, at one point in the film. So, like, they're doing, like, some big old fucking rigmarole or whatever the fuck, like, earlier in the film. And just, like, at some point, uh, Kurt Russell guy, he he's trying to find, like, a, one of the other dudes to, like, get him to, like, fucking sell a car to some random-ass citizen or whatever the fuck. And he, like, looks over at him. He's just, like, fucking some lady in a car. <laughs> what did that have to do with anything? Why why were they doing that? Sex is funny, Nico. Okay. <laughs> In that scenario, uh, I guess. I like the I like the scam he does with the dog. Oh uh, yeah, the he, dog is a trooper throughout the whole movie. Man was just true. going with it. He killed my dog. <laughs> All he ever wanted was to see you and your family in a reasonably pli- priced automobile, and now he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it, I think it really would have sold if they actually killed the dog right there, though. Okay. What the hell is wrong with you, <laughs> Jesus? I will never bring my dogs around you ever. He wants to see blood. And then we have a a big Mad Max ass ending. Yeah, I was surprised that they actually blew up some of the cars during that scene. That was crazy, dude. Yeah, and they actually jumped a train. Yeah. They might actually have done that shit because I don't know exactly how well you can fake that in the 80s. (laughs) I mean, you'd be surprised. You know, they had uh, Predator back then. That's fair enough, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Unless those were actual aliens that they actually fought. Oh my god, Tanner's breaking the code here. But, uh, yeah, do we have any other thoughts on this movie? Used cars, more like... Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm giving no this movie a seat here. What the fuck? You <laughs> are out was... of your goddamn mind. I just didn't think it was uh, all that great, man. Tanner's facial expression shift was priceless. Jackson, yeah, that's a what crazy are you, what are you giving it? I'm giving it an A minus. I thought it was quite funny through most of it. I'm giving it an S minus. You're literally Damn, on Jesus. crack, Nico. I didn't think this movie was very funny, man. And so You're if it's not, not funny, funny, what else does it have to offer? That's, I mean, that's, that's fair. I mean, the acting was pretty good throughout most of it. I think the uh, cinematography was pretty clever. And scenes. Kurt Russell is so handsome, Nico. Right? <laughs> He's have so dashing. 
Love that guy. Anyways, that puts us at a solid B plus right there. Hot yes, damn. Sir. Look at that shit. Which one do we want to talk about next? Next up, we watched another movie that I gotta say, our, our patrons are really picking some real stinkers lately, it sounded like. So, Uh-oh. this next one that we watched was Free Willy 2. Free Willy 2. It happened again. He got captured, and they gotta save him. They gotta crack him out of the clank again. So... The whole thing about Free Willy 2, it's about, like, some little fucking Australian chick. She goes off to uh, fucking South Africa because her dad's just a bumbling moron and breaks his uh, legs or some bullshit, okay? So, while she's down there, she's hanging out with her grandpa, the old G-Pie, as it were, and he runs an amusement park. Now, this amusement park, What the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean? When, where is this anywhere in the movie, huh? Hold Jackson. on a second. What? Jax, I swear to God, did you pick the wrong movie? We watched Free Willy 2. The Adventure Home? Hold on a second, that's pretty funny. We may have watched the wrong movie, Oh, no. Wait, Nico, was there an orca in this thing you watched? Yeah. You guys did not watch... Free Willy 2 is set in Washington. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck did you guys watch? Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in Cooperation at the Movie's History. I'm trying to find out. Give me a second. (laughs) What did we watch? Uh, It's set in Washington. It stars the same kid from the first movie. Uh, We watched watched Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove. (laughs) That's the one with Bindi Irwin in it. It is, yeah. That's not the. That's the fourth one, I think. Hang on, Jesus it does Christ. say Free Willy Two: The Adventure Home, though. Well, I watched one that's Free Willy Two with no subtitle, and the one I watched uh, was on like fucking Disney Plus or some shit. Hang on, I'm looking at uh, the other Free Willy Two, and that also says Free Willy Two: The Adventure Home, but it has some character who's entirely unrelated to this film. Hold on a second. We need to there's figure some, out. There's something strange to... <laughs> happening here. <laughs> I got this, boys. I am the expert problem solver here. We need to free Willy. Two. Did I watch? I couldn't have watched the wrong thing. I think. I think we definitely just fucked up because free Willy to the adventure home is what we should have watched. We watched Escape from Pirates Cove. The Adventure Home yeah, is what's popping up first for me as yeah, well. Yeah, The Adventure Home is what I watched. I can tell from the cover Yeah, we, here. we watched the most recent one, apparently. So, yeah, how, yeah, I, how I do it is I just go onto a site, I type in Free Willy 2, and I download the most popular result that popped up. And I guess Free Willy came from Pirate's Cove was the one that popped up because it had two in the 2000s. That one yeah, came like 20 years after the other ones. Yeah, Free Willy 2 is 1995. The one you guys watched is 2010, unfortunately. Well, we gotta keep this one in the back burner, boys, because we've already got two of us that have watched it. I, I mean, I think what we have to do now is, I guess I am ranking Free Willy 2 myself, and you guys will rank Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good, man. Goddamn. And I, I'll say what, what we can do, since Dylan has missed... Uh, a chunk of the movies is any movies you missed you can just watch it whenever and add your ranking whenever so that we can clean shit up okay but um i guess since so we Tanner. have two i guess since we have two people on this one yeah you guys go ahead and take this away it is the same grandpa in both the movies it looks like yeah huh. so tanner uh free willy escape from africa 
<laughs> or escape to Africa, depending on how you look at it, uh, is the story of Bendy Irwin trying to free Willie himself, okay? So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a rundown fucking amusement park or some bullshit, and he's had hard times, okay? He's a crippling gambling addict. Okay, and he's got this other fucking successful amusement park owner who just really wants to buy Willie, and that's about it. Some bullshit happens. Everyone is a terrible actor in this film, basically, especially Benny Irwin. Jesus Christ, is she a terrible, terrible actress? Holy fuck, they should have cast someone else. And then they eventually free Willie. Okay, did I miss anything, Jackson? (laughs) Sounds about right, honestly. (laughs) God damn. There was nothing notable about this movie. It was fucking boring, and Bendy Irwin's a terrible actress. D plus. Hold on, can I just double check? You said this was set in South Africa. Yes. How were there orcas there? You know. You said Australia, though. Hold on a second. She's from Australia. She goes to South Africa. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I guess they were migrating. I don't know. I don't. (laughs) Hold on a second. What? Where can you find orcas? I feel like it'd be probably just like easier to ask if orcas are in Africa, oh, Tanner. Whatever. I think, I think they exist wherever penguins and seals exist, I'm pretty sure. And there is a penguin in this movie. I don't see that. No, okay. Let's see, map of orca habitat. Oh, okay, they are down there. That's crazy. They kind of yeah. can exist anywhere. They are the apex predator of the sea. I don't know if that's true, but I'll believe they are, they are. They are pretty high up there, man. I'm just saying. Orcas will fuck you up. Anyway, that shit doesn't they matter. Won't fuck I'm also, you up, Dylan. They're harmless to humans. Yeah, I'm also, I'm oh, also yeah. giving this a movie. Well, there's a difference between really just to finish it off. There's a difference between being harmless and generally not harming. No, they're incapable of hurting humans. God doesn't that's, allow them to. That's oh, actually okay. not true at all. But we'll we'll go with that reality, I suppose. <laughs> so, where are you guys ranking Free Willy Escape D-plus. from Pirates Cove? This movie's terrible. It's uh, so yeah, fucking I, boring. Yeah, Wait. it's a D plus movie. Huh. It was it was boring. The acting was bad. The cinematography was very uninventive. The story it was just really fucking boring. I'm surprised you guys rated it that high for it being such a bad movie. I mean, it's not like they were fucking like shitting on each other or something like that, you know. I'm just saying. So, man. Free Willy too. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bewildered when you started describing that. I'm like, did I miss something when I was watching this the, movie? You got the uh, the customer cut or something. This Patreon got two movies for the price of one here. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> Damn you, Patreon. Oh, fuck Damn up. You. you guys are idiots. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't do anything to touch the movie. <laughs> you just corrected me. You should have known the synopsis. <laughs> How did you guys like not realize that Free Willy 2 was an old movie and this movie looked newer than 1990s? I don't know shit about Free Willy. I didn't know it was an old movie. It could have been a fucking 2010 movie. You couldn't I tell from known. the first... Didn't you guys watch now, the first movie? No. no we didn't I forgot it. to... I forgot to tell my story yeah, surrounding why this ask. movie was even chosen. Basically, when I was a, a, a wee tyke prior to like 13 years old, Free Willy was my favorite movie. Uh, mine and Hunter's favorite movies. And we would uh, we would watch this uh, all the time. Like every single day. My mom worked as a preschool teacher at a church or some shit. And so we and would go into this. They love Free Willy there. They love the part where Free Willy gets crucified on the cross and dies. Yeah, for exactly. Sins. And we would go what to this hell? back room in the church where they had a, a one of those v, tiny VCR TVs, yeah. and we would just watch Free Willy over and over again. Jesus Christ! But uh, Hunter accidentally misremembered it as Free Willy Two that we watched, which isn't the case. It was the first one. Yeah. But uh, here we are. 
So Free Willy 2 is set in uh, Washington, United States, uh, with the boy from the first one, and something has gone horribly wrong, and his parents are now divorced, and he's very angry about it. He's he's an edgy, like, 13-year-old, I think, now. Um, and he's introduced to this new half-brother he has. I think the plot was something along the lines of, like, his dad had, like, a, se- a secret second family or some shit. Oh, I don't fun. even remember. But uh, huh. he's got this little brother, and he hates the little brother. He's like, you ruined my fucking family! Uh, and, you know, it's a, it's a little tale of them learning to, like, get along or whatever the fuck. Um, Did that and, strike a chord uh, with you, Tanner? Not really. Okay. Uh, but yeah, they go to Washington to, like, see their grandpa, who's, like, an orca researcher. And uh, He captured you know, Willie again. <laughs> yeah, there's orcas there, and then uh, the grandpa is like, hey, kid, listen to this little recording of the orcas, and he hears some, he's like, oh my god, it's Willie! <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, Willie's there, the kid's there, they're so happy, ah, oh, it's Willie, and there, there's like a love interest girl, and it's it's a little cute, I guess. Uh, and then this big accident happens, an oil tanker is coming through and it fucking crashes and it leaks a bunch of oil into the whole ocean. And they're like, fuck. And one of one of Willie's uh whale friends, they they get co- covered in oil and oil gets in its lungs and shit. Like, damn it, Does we it gotta die? do something. No, it doesn't die. They give <laughs> it some medicine, but it's not working. And so his grandpa, who is extremely Native American, is like, I have some secret Native medicines to give the whale. And so he go- ga- gathers up a bunch of like leaves and garbage and grinds them up and then rubs it on the whale's tongue, and then it's all better. <laughs> the oil expels from its lungs or some shit. <laughs> That's fun. And then they're like, dude, we got to get the whales out of here before, out, out of this little cove area before the, the oil blocks them off. And then they, they do that. At some point, the oil catches on fire. Of course. They're like, oh, shit. And the kids, they like row out into the fire because they want to help the whales. And the parents are like, damn, we suck at parenting. Uh, and the whale saves the kid this time from the fire. And then everything's just kind of cool, I guess. Okay, cool. Um... Also, at some point, they talk about calling in, like, the the National Guard or some shit. To kill the <laughs> whales? Like, no, to, like, help the whales. And they're like, oh. listen, guys, we have to we have to call Camp Mo Lester. Oh, God. I swear to God, that's the name of the camp. I don't know if that's yeah. a real what? army camp or why that was. <laughs> they could have picked a fake name if that is the real name. Maybe they wanted realism, but I guess it is camp, called Camp Mo Lester. That was a joke uh, which was just very for funny. parents. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, this this movie, it's a little sweet. It's a little cozy. It's very much something a nine-year-old would like watching over and over again. Uh, but it is incredibly slow and super boring. Hmm. Uh, so I'm going to rank this one just straight down the middle and give it a C. Sweet, dude. Sweet. Unfortunately, so Free Willy doesn't have a very good track record on Guapish at the movies quite yet. Hopefully, yeah, some of the other films can crank it up a notch, you know. A track record, it's built up impressively fast, all things <laughs> yeah. considered. We're already yeah. at the catalog now, guys. <laughs> no, nah, there's five. We're less than there's half. There's five? I well, thought it was like four. Yeah, you're forgetting about Free Willy in space, Jackson. 
Oh shit! Yeah, well they fucking actually wait. Maybe you're rocket. right. How many Free Willy movies are there? I'm pretty sure there's only four. When I there was another one that popped up. Uh, it's called Blackfish, but I don't know if that has. That's anything. not a Free Willy movie. Definitely not Free Willy. Well, the other there's three other ones that come before that pop up as Free Willy. So yeah. I figured Blackfish was like some weird off name for yeah, it. There are a minimum that. four, to my knowledge. I think there's just Correct. four. Yeah, Free Willy, Free Willy 2, The Adventure Home, Free Willy 3, The Rescue, and Free Willy Escape from Pirate's Cove. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dom, how'd you like Free Willy? Um, from what I remember from the movie, I thought it was pretty alright. I don't remember a lot of it, because when I watched it, I was just a child, but, you know. I don't think I was as addicted to it as Tanner was, uh, based on Mm -hmm. his story. I had my own uh, share of movie addictions when I was a child. They weren't great ones, though. That's probably why I have, uh... Anyway. Have what? Such fear. <laughs> okay. Such, what the fuck I watched is that? All, I, I watched <laughs> a lot of scary movies as a child. Oh, okay. I'm scared of a lot of things. Anyways, Tanner, what'd you rank it again? C. C, okay. I missed that. Anyways, that puts it at a C. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who could have guessed? <laughs> the world did not foresee this. Yeah, thank you, Hunter, for uh, that suggestion. You got two for one, dude. You better be paying us an extra dollar this month. He's very. I, I'm sure he'll be very excited to learn that when we tell him next week. Yeah. Oh, man. Can't wait. He's off in Hawaii right now, by the way. What? what? Why? Can you believe he's not only in Hawaii, but he went on a trip to Hawaii without taking his girlfriend? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's Why? Oh, okay. Is he with anyone else there? Is it just him? He's with, like, some random friend of his. Oh, okay. okay. Is it a girl? No. Oh, okay. Thank God. It's funny. Uh, What's the next movie we want (laughs) to do? Uh, What the fuck is the bullshit? Oh, Mars Needs Moms. I keep forgetting (laughs) that we watched Mars Needs Moms this week. It just slips out of my head so dang easy. So, Mars Needs Moms, guys. Now, this is a film that, uh... It was quite a financial flop, okay? I'll get more into that in a bit. But Marcy's Moms is a story of uh, Seth Green, okay? Oh, boy. Now, Seth Green is your average child, all right? He loves zombies. He hates broccoli and taking out the trash. And he hates his mom. So the aliens decide, the Martians, as it were, that they need to kidnap his mom to teach him what's what. Now, as they kidnap his mom, Milo catches wind of this, and so he chases after him, hops aboard their rocket, somehow doesn't die in this entire exchange. <laughs> there are so <laughs> many fucking instances in this movie where he should be dead, but yeah. say la vie, dude. And then they land on Mars. Now, Mars is a barren wasteland up top, but down below is where things get a little crazy. Down there, he hops into a big old trash pile and meets, like, Goober or some shit? What's his name? Gribble. Gribble. That's what it is. Gribble. It's Dale Gribble. Now, <laughs> Gribble's a funny guy. Uh, he knows the ins and outs of this place because he's been there for years at this point. He's a big old fat fuck, and he loves it there. Now, fucking Milo, he goes up there to save his mom with the help of good old Gribble, but things don't go as planned, okay? They don't go quite as planned, and Gribble gets kidnapped and gets a fucking firing squad aimed at him, but luckily, with the help of a fucking female alien there, he's able to get rescued by Milo and fucking the a- alien chick, Key, I think is her name. And from there, yeah, like they're that. able to uh, have some more little wacky hijinks as they discover that, oh, 
the Martians, they don't need moms. They just need a family unit to raise their children. That's all they really need. And from there, they're able to save Milo's mom. And there's like a big dramatic moment where she screams. She fucking screams as she realizes <laughs> she's on Mars. And then she tries to sacrifice herself for some stupid reason. Because uh, she's a mom, you asshole. <laughs> they could have like fucking switched the helmet back and forth to like Maybe. save themselves. We'll get into that later. <laughs> Uh, but uh, all's well that ends well as they all fucking uh, blast off to Earth and uh, fucking Gribble and uh, Key end up making a cool little fusion babies or some bullshit. The end. Pretty good. Now Mars needs moms, guys. Now going into this film, I'll, I'll just uh, say it right off the bat. I was expecting it to be hot fucking garbage because I've heard nothing yeah, but bad too. things about this movie. However, I don't think it was quite as bad as I was expecting. You know, and I, I think that may just be uh, thanks to like the low expectations of the film. But I, I just didn't think it was like you know that terrible. Uh, at least not uh, to the degree that I think it deserved to lose over a hundred million dollars in the box office. This movie made back less than a third of the fucking production budget, okay? Holy shit. Yeah. That's impressive. How'd they do that? It's a Disney movie. How'd they... I mean, How'd like, they bungle it's a that so hard? Disney movie. It's not like an actual, actually made by, like, you know, their studios itself. It, it was like a subsidiary or some bullshit. But, um. yeah, you know how it is. You know how it is. But yeah, guys, Marcy's mom. So what do y'all think about it? I thought this movie was rather queer. (laughs) That's an interesting word to use. Interesting. Okay. I guess I can agree with that sort of assessment. First thing about this movie is it it is very... not. I don't know about very, but it is unsettling to look at. The humans... I actually think Gribble doesn't look that bad compared to the other two humans. Uh, They... (laughs) The kid and his mom are, they're, 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 I know we've said this hyperbolically before. I think they probably are about Toy Story bad. Uh, they are just not pleasant to look at at all. And I don't want to keep looking at them. And they're, yeah, they're, so they're creeping me the fuck out. This is made by the same studio as Polar Express. And honestly, I feel like mm. the characters of that looked uh, quite a lot better than the fucking people here. Now, the aliens as well looked fucking terrible, I gotta say. They were pretty rough. Like the the fucking you see you see the thigh gap on them, Tanner. You see the thigh gap on them. Yeah, that shit was hot. Their proportions are fucking wacky. (laughs) All I've got to say is this is coming from the guy that was constantly asking me if I want to bone them. Clearly, you had something (laughs) else on your mind when you were watching this movie. They didn't need to give Key such a dumper, to be honest. Yeah, they had some. They had some ass on them. That was a bit unnecessary, frankly. Oh boy. Um. Let's see. What what random bullshit do I have written down for this? Why does this kid wear his shoes in the in the house? That's very right. disrespectful. <laughs> we were saying the exact same thing, man. The dude will really out of his fucking bed, and the first thing he does out of bed is put on his goddamn shoes. <laughs> yeah, what an animal. What a weirdo. Um, oh, the... <laughs> one really bad part, uh, which is just super long, is when he discovers the trash aliens for the first time. And he's trying to explain to them what a mom is. Yeah, that, that part uh, was really rough. However, that was also the only part of the film that I knew anything about. Because that was like the fucking scene that for some reason they were really proud of. And just want everyone to see in the advertisements. Oh, yeah. Dude, the, the note I specifically wrote down for that scene is, man, someone in the writer's room thought this shit was hilarious. Yeah. Someone <laughs> thought this was the funniest thing they had ever thought of. And it, it's, ju- it's just not. Yeah, it's horrific. However, it's shortly t- after that, 
Uh, we do get some pretty funny parts. Where fucking Gribble, he's talking about how like he he came to space to fucking stop the Soviets from getting to it first. Yeah, Why like you a... think they call it the Red Planet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I was sent by Reagan or whatever. I'm like, oh. But um, which I feel like is a much more intriguing idea than what we actually got with him. I disagree. Um, okay. I think, I think definitively Gribble is the best part of this movie. Oh, one hundred percent. Both yeah, in terms of like comedy, but also his story because he's like a legitimately tr- like compelling character with a really tragic backstory. Because yeah. like. So the deal with Gribble is that he actually was a kid whose mom got stolen and he also snuck aboard their ship and got here like 30 fucking years ago. And uh, this is where we see what they do to the moms because, you know, the whole thing they're doing is they're trying to put the mom's brains into robots because the robots don't know how to mom for some reason. And they say some bullshit like the the robots only work (laughs) once and so we have to get a new mom Every time, or some bullshit that doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Yeah, they say that, like, raising kids is really hard, so they just can't do it after one. <laughs> yeah, something weird like that. And so, the way this machine works is it the sun comes up and it goes through these big glass, uh, like, magnifying glasses to, like, energize the sun. And it goes into this, like, machine with a big needle on it. And then this needle, like, touches the mom and she, like, fucking Thanos snaps into ash. <laughs> Yeah, And so we see this flashback when Gribble is a kid where he's fucking running across the Martian <laughs> landscape trying to get to this machine to save his mom. And then she fucking evaporates right in front of him. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Why well, is he's, wearing a, he's wearing a fucking t-shirt of him and his mom just smiling, being all happy together. I missed that. That's that fucked. It's oh, so no. fucked. This is a children's movie, and this is like one of the most tragic. This is like watching Bambi's mom get shot level of like, dude, what? And for um, some reason, they liked this uh, the premise for this film so much that they decided to make a Rick and Morty episode about it. I don't know if I remember that one, to be honest. It's the one where Morty has a sex robot. Oh. <laughs> the females fucking push the males out, Tanner. Okay, they throw I see them what down you're... There. That's oh, fair enough. Oh, that That's... one, okay. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, I do like the very pro-family message of this movie, you know? This yeah. is back when uh, Disney wasn't trying to, you know, turn us all gay or whatever the fuck. <laughs> the hell? Um, and yeah, that's kind of all my thoughts on the movie. It's, uh, it has a lot of flaws, uh, off-putting view, off-putting visuals, mostly the human, uh, the aliens, the aliens don't like trigger your, um, uncanny valley. Yeah, they don't trigger your uncanny valley. So that's not too bad, but, um, and I think Ribble looks okay. Uh, he Mm -hmm. doesn't like. He doesn't, like, trigger a fear response in me like the kid and the mom do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and none of the jokes land, like, ever. I think maybe a handful of them do, but mo- the vast, vast majority of them, like, dude, what? Yeah. Were they I thinking? think that a um, big uh, fucking uh, part where this film stumbles is, like, the world building. Because we just don't really understand, like, really 
any part of the society for the most part. Like, why are they underground? Why, why the fuck is just like it's just a vast expanse up top? You know, uh, what the fuck is the deal with like how, how like reproduction even happens on this planet? Like, the babies just fucking pop out of the ground, potatoes or some shit. You know, what's mm-hmm. the deal with that? I just don't get it, man. I I, I just Factual. don't get it. Yeah. Um, for positives, I did. I actually do like the story, and I think there's. There's like this emotional core to it that's actually pretty strong, weirdly enough. Mm. Uh, And also, Key is a baddie, so... Yeah. It's got that going for it. Hold on, hold on a second. If NASA Uh came to you and then informed you, Hey, we found an alien, alright? We need somebody to take the bullet and try to reproduce with this thing. Would you be willing to give her a shot? If it's humanoid, sure. It looks just like her. Oh, just like he? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll give that one a shot. Oh, okay. I offered Jackson $100,000 for that deal, and he just wouldn't take it. Why not? And you'd do it for free, Tanner. I would <laughs> do it for free. Why wouldn't you do it at all, Jackson? I think a snatch would bite my dick off. That for was going to be my first question. I, I, I gave him the fucking prerequisite. They inform you... They, she does not have any teeth or anything down there. You'd be okay. I'd he also like to add that $100,000 is definitely not the amount that you quoted me. The first number <laughs> you gave me was ten grand, and then you said, like, twenty grand, and then it was, it was like, very marginal increases until, like, this is fucking stupid, let's stop. It definitely never went anywhere near a hundred grand. Okay, so Nico's Would you do liar. it for a hundred grand? Oh, without a doubt. Okay. There you go. Nico gaslights all the time, confirmed. Um, but yeah, overall... I think those sort of strong parts don't do much to overcome the many weaknesses this film has. So I'm going to stick it at a C+. Whoa. Yeah, I think the negatives definitely outweigh more of the good parts. I think it had some good good things going for it, like the world building um, and some of like the set design, things like that. I think the story wasn't terrible. But yeah, I'm giving it a C-. minus. I think it's a below average movie for the most part. You took the wind right out of my mouth there, my man, because I'm also going to be giving it a C minus. What? The Damn! F- what the fuck was that? <laughs> Nico and I are in sync this week, except for used cars. Yeah, <laughs> and that puts us at a C, unsurprisingly. Fair enough. Wow, crazy. Same as Free Willy too. Let's go. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. sir. <laughs> They're very similar movies. <laughs> and that brings us to our last movie this week. <laughs> Brigsby Bear, guys. Brigsby Bear. Tanner, would you like to tell us a bit about Brigsby Bear? Brigsby Bear is the tale of this guy whose name I've already forgotten. What? What Jimmy is it? Neutron. No. What, what the fuck is his... Yeah, you guys are... It's like a normalish name. It's like yeah, John it's, or some shit. Yeah, it's James Charles. James. Yeah, yeah, it's James. It's about this guy named James. And when we're introduced to him, he's watching this weird show called Brigsby Bear. It's like a weird kid show or whatever and he, he seems like a, like an obsessive nerd loser who lives with his parents and then we find out oh my god it's a fucking apocalypse he lives in a in a in a apocalyptic bunker shelter or something and then mere minutes later we find out oh that's not true because i think like uh the police or maybe the fbi they like raid it and we find out oh shit this guy had gotten kidnapped as a baby and they raised him out in this uh fucking um just this bunker out in the desert. 
and that this TV show he's obsessed with was just something that the dad would make up to like keep him entertained, I guess. And to teach him valuable lessons, like don't trust anyone outside of your family. And, and, yeah, some, and arithmetic. Like <laughs> yeah, and arithmetic. Um, and then from there, it's like they, he gets reunited with his normal family, but like he hasn't known these people since he's a baby. And also, he lived in a bunker his whole life, so he's a, he's a freaking weirdo. And, uh, you know, he, it's him struggling to fit in, and he's obsessed with this weird TV show, and everyone thinks he's weird. Uh, they have a scene where he goes to a high school party with his high school uh, sister that he now has. And uh, something I appreciate about this film is they introduce the host of the party, this guy I believe named Jason. Don't quote me on that. Um, Jamal. I'm like, and Jason's being like nice to the guy and he's actually talking to him, whatever. And I'm like, oh, they're doing the thing where it's like this, this, like the cool kid who's going to be nice to the, the weirdo of the movie. And, and then he's going to like gain his trust and then betray him or whatever. And he's like a massive asshole. And they don't do that. No, they don't. Very like, surprised. The, yeah. Like all the friend characters that he makes here are like just shockingly pretty cool with him, which I think was really neat of them. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was very nice. I like that. Um, let's see, he does drugs and drinks, and, like, I've gone on record, I hate this shit in, like, high like high school adjacent or high school involved movies. Like, this what this never happened, no one ever did this, you're all liars and I don't believe you. They did um, do that kind of shit, though. I, I heard tale of this kind of shit happening. No, they, they all, listen, everyone has been gaslit into thinking that's the kind of thing that you're supposed to do in high school by, like, Hollywood, and so everyone makes up these dumb stories, they make these little conspiracies to say, oh yeah, we totally did that shit, and they're all liars and I don't believe any of you. Um, that's my conspiracy theory now, yeah. by the way. <laughs> um, no one ever had parties in high school. It was all yeah. made up. Yeah, it's all made up. It never happened. You can't prove to me it happened. Um, that's all doctored footage. Anyway, after this, he he decides he's gonna... The, there isn't a final Brigsby episode, so he says, I'm gonna make Brigsby Bear the movie. And so he gets his little gang of friends, his sister, Jason, this other chick, which I'll touch on later. Um, and uh, they go and make the Brigsby Bear movie. It's like nice and cute and friendly and blah, very whimsical and blah, blah, blah. And they're doing this thing. And it's like, it, it feels like a love letter to sort of like the amateur filmmaking process. Or like, this is what making f- f- like movies with our friends in high school was like. And it's, it's cool and neat. And, can you uh, tell whatever. that Sundance ate this movie up? Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> the moment they went to, like, uh, they had that scene where it was, like, the salt flat with, like, the bright blue sky in the background. Yeah. I'm like, oh, they're going to eat this shit up. Because, like, that's a very, <laughs> that's a classic uh, artsy-fartsy movie thing to put in there. Yeah. That's something we'll see in, like, fucking Asteroid City or whatever that movie is. Um, And then, yeah, he makes a movie. He talks to his old dad and he's like you're a fucking asshole <laughs> or whatever he said to him uh and then yeah the movie just kind of ends yeah Brigsby bear fades away as the movie ca- comes to a crawl you know and uh you know it really just represents that he's finally able to put his past behind him like that mm-hmm. chapter of his life it's closed now he can finally move on yeah he sure can yeah do you guys have any other thoughts on this movie 
Grigsby Bear, I think, was a fairly enjoyable film over, I would say. Now, I knew next to nothing going into this film. There was only one scene that I had seen previously, all right? Just, like, online. It, I thought it was pretty funny. Turns out, it's not in the movie. I didn't see it in the movie. I don't know where the fuck it comes from, then. It clearly has Grigsby Bear in it. He's saying some wacky stuff. I guess it was all doctored footage, though, as you stated, Tanner. I'm getting fucking gaslit over here by Grigsby Bear. That's funny. Can you show us this scene? Yeah, I'll fucking bring it up here. Jackson, you tell them all about Briggsby Bear for yeah, a second. Show, it, show us it in the post-quap and we'll I'll try show and it uh, in the suss it out there. So, Briggsby Bear, guys, I think well, it's that... pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were trying to segue into me talking about it again there because you tried to pose me earlier. Yeah, go for it, Jackson. Talk about Briggsby Bear for a second. I thought the intro was really cool. I really like when movies don't tell you a lot about what's going on, and it just makes you think about what's happening. I thought the intro was really, really well done before you get the big reveal about what's happening, and I think everything after that was a lot weaker for me, honestly. Uh, I get where I get where the movie's coming from. I thought um, a lot of the cinematography and the acting was pretty good, um, but there was a lot of like weird things that I'm just confused about. Like A really big one is everything we've seen of Brigsby Bear, right, is... Just like some weird child dumb shit, right? It's, it doesn't look like it'd be an entertaining show in any regard. Why the fuck does everyone latch onto it so much? Like they're watching it while they're getting a haircut. This popular guy's like, yeah, I gotta, we gotta make something about this. This is the dumbest shit of all time. I don't get it. And they like base the whole movie around the assumption that people actually care about this. Which granted, we haven't seen much of it. But from what we have seen, it doesn't look like it's anything special. And it's hard for me to like suspend my disbelief about that. Can I give a small defense? Go for it. I do think it is very much in line with Zoomers to become hyper-focused and borderline obsessed with something that just isn't very good. And to make a massive deal out of it and become, like, become obsessed with it. True that, homie. I definitely agree, especially when it's something like Brigsby Bear, okay? Uh, you can, like, very obviously tell that, like, oh, okay, this has, like, that old-ass VHS aesthetic to it that will remind them of their childhood and shit, which Zoomers just fucking love. They love childhood because they just never escaped it. Uh, as well <laughs> as just, like, you know, the story behind it. They all seem to understand that Brigsby Bear stemmed from, like, this fucking dude who was, like, fucking locked away for 30 years or whatever the fuck. So yeah. there's that sort of, like, pedigree to it, you know, Jackson? There's a sort of, like, strange mystique to it of, like, oh, this is a thing that one guy had to watch his entire life. <laughs> I definitely think that, you know, it's something that people would be into. And as far as, like, the film itself goes, uh, I, like, we have no idea just how big of, like, a showing this actually was. They may have just showed it at that one theater and then they didn't really, like... I imagine that is all it was. I was mostly yeah. talking about them, like, uploading the videos on YouTube. Mm. Um, and the, and the reactions we were seeing of people like watching in various places there. I get, I get the idea of like the mystique about it because of the backstory of the, um, you know, the guy, but I don't really feel like it's enough to elevate, uh, such a fucking awful piece of media to such heights. You know, that's, that's just me though. Like the whole movie banks on that assumption. Uh, I mean, people yeah, I, I are obsessed with friends and that shit sucks. Yeah. Well, or hold the on office, a second. dude. Or the well, office. Okay, guys, let's, come on now. Let's scratch by <laughs> these points here. Uh, I do. I do. Uh, Jackson, people the... fucking adore Five Nights at Freddy's and like Huggy Wuggy, whatever the fuck is out there. You don't think they'd like Brigsby Bear? That's true. No. Uh, okay. But yeah, fucking, I, I do uh, also recognize what Tanner was talking about with like the setup. You'd expect the the popular guy to you know go and like betray 
the main character later down the line, but he doesn't. That's like one thing that's really present with a lot of the movie is this guy is like a total fucking weirdo. And granted, he has the backstory, so people are probably going to not want to, you know, be that like aggressive, I guess, towards him because he's a fucking weirdo. They're like, you know, accepting of it. Uh, but like really the only person that's like that harsh about him is just his sister and everybody else is totally chill with him, which is super like out of the ordinary. Like it was like, it almost made me uncomfortable how nice people were. And it kept sending me like these weird, but this is not a criticism, by the way, this is a good thing, if anything, um, because yeah, I was just, gonna say, so, I like that about, I like that yeah, this movie gives sort of an optimistic view of people. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's so different because it's like every other piece of media ever would just bully this poor man relentlessly because he's so weird and like hyper fixated on this one piece of media that nobody gives a shit about because, you know, nobody's ever seen it. Uh, but nobody cares. They're all like really accepting and cool about it. It's really strange to me. Uh, I thought it was interesting. On the note about sister, though, by the way, I'd say that's a uh, well. One of the few complaints I really have about this film is it feels like uh, his sister coming around to him kind of feels like it comes out of nowhere because she just yeah, kind of like really seems quick. to be like, uh, "Fucking deal with this guy now." And at some point, she's just like cool with him for no for no real reason, I guess. Yeah, they're like hung out making the movie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm sorry to cut you off there, Jax. I'm sorry to cut you off. What else did you have to say, man? I don't have a whole lot more to say, to be completely honest. I don't really, I'm not a huge fan of the resolution of the movie. Uh, what was wrong with it? Well, the whole movie's about, like, like a metaphor for this guy overcoming his trauma, but it isn't, like, overcoming. He, like, accepts it in the end by making the movie and, like, as other people accept it, too. I don't know. I just, I just think the fucking continuation of working with that trauma. I don't know. I guess there's like the the angle of like him like sending it off. He's not going to interact with the media anymore after you know making this movie. Um, and I guess you could you can apply that. But this guy is so obsessed with Breezy Bear. I highly doubt that he's going to stop wanting to do stuff with Breezy Bear after this is done. And it kind of leaves that open. Whereas like I don't know. It's, I don't know. It just leaves a lot of questions for me, honestly, about like what the what the point of all of it was, because I can't I don't know if I can really see it all as like a send off to it. Or maybe I just maybe I just don't understand why they're doing it in the first place. I mean, like, uh, like metaphorically speaking, I know why they're making the movie because they wanted to. <laughs> I do think it was meant to be sort of a, a form of closure for him. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like that's a fairly uh beautifully illustrated uh with like when the fucking movie ends as they're watching it there's like a big old like fucking brigsby bear like statue or whatever the fuck in the movie theater while they're watching it then like fucking waves at him and just disappears you know i feel like that's sort of yeah that was uh, his dad yeah exactly yeah to like you know illustrate the like okay it, it's all gone now uh, that was it brigsby bear is over we're putting a close to that chapter you guys really buy that he's gonna be done with it though <laughs> I mean, the, sure. He, yeah, yeah. It's the, like, it's, so, the whole, it's the whole guy's fucking life. I could very yeah. much see that he's just becomes obsessed with making cool movies with his friends now. Yeah. Mm. There's like so much more to life at this point, you know. He, he's finally done with Briggsy Bear. He can like go out there and explore like what else is going on out there. He mm-hmm. can learn about like fucking hockey or whatever the fuck. Yeah, he can learn about uh, gangster rap. He's gonna <laughs> yeah. get really into that shit. Uh, I'd have to suspend my disbelief if I were to go at that angle, to be honest for me. I suppose so. I am ready to give my ranking. Hang on, what were you going to say about the girl? Well, that's part of this. So <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think this is a very, a very sweet movie. I really like the message. I thought uh, this is one of those rare artsy-fartsy movies I actually enjoy. 
That's um, shocking. I was fully expecting you to think it was fucking boring and you hated it. No, I actually really like this movie. Nice. And I would like to give it an A. However, the pedophilia, guys. The pedophilia. <laughs> we haven't mentioned it yet. There what? is a scene where he's at this high school party and a high school girl uh, gives him a hand job. And, uh, frankly, that shit didn't need to be in the movie. Uh, I am dropping my ranking down by two ranks to a C. And, uh, if I ever see any of the fuckers who made this movie in real life, I'm gonna kill you. Mark Hamill was there, though. Jesus Christ. Nah, who made the movie. I I won't kill Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's pretty cool. I like him. I feel like that's a bit harsh, honestly, Danny. I don't. If anything, it's not harsh enough. She was 18. She was 18. They said no, it multiple times in the movie. When did they say that? Uh, they were uh, when she was giving him the handjob. She was like, it's okay, I'm 18. That's not true. You're making that shit up. <laughs> there was like a big splash text that was like scrolling across the screen. So she's 18. She's 18 the whole time. You missed yeah, it was it. when they like initially picked her up in the car. Right? His sister was like, did you enjoy your 18th birthday? Shut the fuck up. That's not true. <laughs> it was true, Tanner. Well, anyway, I'm giving it a C because uh, I'm anti-pedophilia. Let's for go. Shame, a C is crazy. Not to I... anti-pedophilia. For shame for his ranking. Jesus Christ. Same. There's no way man. to separate the two. The ranking is due to that. Yeah. See, and this is and this is what's great about our rankings because you seemed ultra positive about this movie. I seemed ultra negative about this movie. I'm giving it a higher rank than you. I was giving it a B plus myself. Uh, another like weird thing I guess I can add to this as well is. I just want to know why, <clears throat> I guess, like, I, I, it sounded like his, the mom kidnapped him and the dad just, like, rolled with it. But, like, yeah. why did they do all this, like, crazy setup and shit? They do never it? explain why the parents kidnapped him, really. Yeah, I just want to know the backstory of it, and I get it. It's, like, if you're looking at it from a metaphorical sense, like, it's not, it's, like, trying to not pry into this guy's trauma, and that's why they're not doing it, um... But I want to fucking know. It's so interesting. I was honestly mostly like super laser focused on that. I was like, I want to know more about this backstory. I expected them to like explain it a little bit more maybe during the police scenes, but they really brushed over like all of that stuff during there. But whatever. Yeah, I think I think it was a pretty good movie overall. I I enjoyed it. There were some things that held it back for me. Uh, Just to be clear, Jackson, are you not subtracting any points for pedophilia? Oh, I don't care that much. I def, I def, I, that's definitely not something that contributed to giving it a higher score. Hang on a second here, Tanner. Hang on a second. Let's uh, let's do a little reconnaissance real quick. You're gonna see if there's uh, that in any of our other movies. Hang on. It's quite possible. Oh, don't do do to... don't do some bullshit like oh the actress. I'm sure the actress no, was 18 or older. Okay. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you He's looking doing through all the movies search right now? I, I feel like he's he's going through all the movies we've ranked so far to see if I'm a hypocrite, which... No, I'm trying to find out where the film takes place and what the age of consent is there. It's in Arizona. Arizona, perfect. Wait, used cars Arizona, is in like Arizona. 17. I think this one might be in California, actually. Hmm. It's somewhere in the desert. Maybe Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> These are all possibilities. These are all 18 as well. Let's find out Nevada... I think Nevada's younger. Sixteen, guys. This movie takes place in Nevada, which is age of is Sixteen, you Tanner. You're We're good to go. That shit. You you're just saying that shit. Also, I don't care. <laughs> come on, Tanner. Come on. 
Can't you just accept the fact that he was gonna give it like an A and he dropped it down to to B to C? Can't you just live with the fact that he was mm-hmm. gonna give it an A? Can't you live with that fact? I just think he's being a little unfair is all. Uh, I'm gonna I give don't... this movie an A personally as well. I don't I think, think pedophilia is unfair. Yeah, I think that this movie was uh, quite good, you know. I, I enjoyed it. I feel like it was very heartfelt. Uh, the pedophilia really didn't deter me that much overall, you know. I'm going under Someone the assumption that, that she was 18. That's a very great statement. <laughs> I'm going under the assumption she was 18, Tanner. <laughs> that's not. That's clearly not a reasonable assumption. Yeah. <laughs> she also forced it on him. That doesn't make it any better. She forced herself on the man. He was basically assaulted. I don't, True. Right, but it is still pedophilia. It is, and pedophilia does the representation of women also being able to be rapists that like bump it up for you, Tanner. Oh my god, I don't think so. This is crazy, (laughs) damn, insane. All right, Uh, say the V, guys. All right, this is basically the reverse of our uh, our used cars rankings. Yeah, pretty much. Jackson Whitaker, what's the overall ranking? B, B, B. B for Brigsby Bear. Yes, sir. It's fair enough. And with that, that's another uh, fucking guabish at the movies in the books, boys. Let's go. And with that out of the way, what the fuck are we picking out for next week, little gentleman? What are we picking out here? I don't know. I already know what I'm picking, so. What you're picking, Tanner? We're going. We're going back to rotations, baby. Now here's here's We're the not new watching rule. Five movies. Here's yeah, the, the new rule, Tanner. Here's the new rule I'm making up. Each one of us four are gonna pick one, and the Patreon's gonna pick no, one. No, we're not. It uh, is not. It is not a requirement to watch all of them. That I watch, don't know watch whatever that. ones you want, and we rank them how we rank them. You can catch up whenever. I don't, know, whenever I, the I don't like that idea at all. That doesn't work because we watch them together. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I felt like, I felt, like so. the, I felt like the point of this was that we all watch the same movie at the same time, and we give all of our reviews. Yeah, well, exactly. how the do we just have? Does each person just get a bye week where where they don't pick one? Yeah, that's, that's like literally what we did for ninety five percent of this. Okay. Yeah, I think or we just I'm just to... saying that we go back to like you know uh, two of us pick and then like the Patreon. The Patreon. Yeah. I figured that's what we were gonna do. That's why I anticipated as well. Just going back to the old system. Yeah. Man, I don't want to go up to four and then back down to three. Listen, dude, you can watch Free Willy Escape from Pirates Cove. There's nothing stopping yeah. you. <laughs> that's fair enough. Uh-huh. So with that said, uh, this week Jackson and Dylan. Which movies are you guys going to be picking out here? Jackson, is this the week where you pick Scooby-Doo? I swear I'll pick Scooby-Doo too. No, I'm picking Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Fucking damn it, Jackson. I told you, if you pick Scooby-Doo, I will pick Scooby-Doo too. This is the deal I've cut for you. I know, man, and I appreciate it, but I'm just not ready yet, you know? Alright, fine. I'm going to go for Hunt for the Wilder People again, since we didn't actually watch that. Fantastic, man. Fantastic. So that's two movies on the docket. Jackson, like, could you spin that wheel to find nature. out what the Patreon movie is going to be? Oh, I'd love to, man. That's absolutely a delightful idea right there. Let me bust this baby out real quick. Let's hope right, the cool. bot doesn't crash. I'm pretty sure I have it running again. Treasure Planet by Let's Jacob go. Edwards. I fucking love that movie. 2002, I the Disney fucking movie. love Treasure Planet. This is one of the movies I watched all the time when I was a child. And Dylan is going to be disappointed with our ranking of that film. Don't yeah, even sure. at me, bro. Yeah, yeah, I seen was my, this in your uh, guys' Disney watch-along? Yeah. It was. Fuck. Oh, no. Tragic. 
I fucking love Treasure Planet, dude. It was my jam when I was a kid. Yeah, mine's in like the bottom third. Fuck you, Jackson. <laughs> Woof. I can't imagine Nico's being any better to be completely uh, yeah, honest. Yeah, it's pretty low for me as well. God Tragic. fucking damn it. I love Treasure Planet. I think it's a great movie. But it's also be a been... to how many good Disney movies there are. Who knows? I, I, it's been it's been a, it's been at least a decade since I've seen this movie, so maybe that's gonna maybe that's gonna change. Potentially, but that does it, boys. I believe that that's another episode on the books, guys. On the books, not in the books. On the books, plopping them right down on top of that thing, dude. Just fucking staple it on there. It's permanent. It's in there now. I mean. Sure. Dylan, tell the people about the Patreon. Oh my gosh, the Patreon. It only costs a dollar a month, guys. If you do that, we get we read your name at the end of every episode or whenever we remember to do it. Uh, you get to suggest topics and movies for us to watch and to talk about. Uh, and then you also get 500 slime coin that Jackson will so graciously will so graciously give you as long as he remembers. Um, I give it to you on the first month, baby, and then kick rocks on all the other ones. Yeah, um, and I don't think I missed anything about the Patreon, did I? You forgot about the Discord. Oh yeah, you also get access to our Discord. You know, just come in here, have a grand old time, talk with the other patrons. We may even pop in there every once in a while to have a nice little chat with you. You'll never know. I mean, we're the most likely ones to be in there. <laughs> yes, sir. What, what, uh, what's the main reason they'd want to be in the, the Discord, though, Dylan? Uh, so that they can generate slimes. And <laughs> yes, make slimes <laughs> interact with one of my bots. Yeah, uh, Tanner. What are our patrons' names? Uh, Since I, don't I, ju- I just will real quick. You guys also get access to the pre and post show and early access to all the episodes, and also uh, access to the Discord allows you to make movie recommendations of your own. I yes, said sir. the movie Which thing. Which is the more important part. You, um, think, you think I'd remember most of this. I said the movie thing, though. I said you could suggest movies and topics. Play the clip back. Um, anyway, <laughs> thank you to all of our patrons. Jacob Edwards, Hunter, Lucas Ledette, Tutmont, Domo Arigato, Mr. Fagato, Joshua Bean, Toperman Man, and Lava Skin. Jesus Whoa. Christ, we have so many patrons now. Mm-hmm, we have eight. Is there, like, a list I can refer to if I never need to read the patrons' names? I'll, I'd just send it to you if we ever decide to have you read it. Thank God. But anyway, thank you to all of our patrons. Also, check out our merch store at fucking, Ooh. um, you know, just go, go to Glopish.com and there's a link there. Yeah, go, go to Glopish.com and, and there's a, a link there. I don't, it's like t-spring.com forward slash Glopish or some bullshit like that. Yeah, something like but, that. Um, it's impossible to find, truly. Until I make the Glopish.com link, if you go to slash t-spring, go to the merch link because i'm gonna do that before this episode comes out baby so go to guapish.com slash teespring or guapish.com slash merch and it'll direct you right there there we go there you go bye bye bye